Good morning, everyone. This is Gary Kay, and you are listening to a special edition of my Rants and Raves podcast. As you know, I've been doing and featuring some important AD people, and uh, I have none other than Inga Govart on the line with me. Inga, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fine, Gary. Thank you so much. What about you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me. Um, Inga, in case you don't know, is the, um, the public relations manager um, for Barco. I mean, that's uh, Barco is one of the leading display companies in our industry. Um, Barco is uh, headquartered in Belgium. And Inga, you've been there for approximately 20 years. Is that right? Correct. I'm uh, starting my 21st year this year. So imagine I'm already part of the furniture here in, in Belgium. <laughs> well, you have some nice furniture. You just built a new building. We'll come back to that in just a bit. But I'm just curious, like, how did you get into the AV industry? Were you in high school and just loved technology or how did you kind of find our industry? Um, so, in fact, um, when I studied, I, uh, I, I studied in England, uh, so I studied in Belgium, and then I went to England, and then I saw um, uh, a position in, in Bach when I thought, well, you know, I, I'm, uh, Bach was, is uh, based in Kortrijk, and I was born and raised in Kortrijk, and I said, imagine working for Bach was such a big technological company, and imagine being able to do marketing for such a company um, like that one. It was also an international company, I always say, in my back garden. So I thought it had all the assets I really wanted to, to work at. And um, so I applied. And uh, in fact, in 1997, I uh, started as a marketing assistant. It was a brand new job. They didn't know what to expect. And I didn't know what to expect either. So um, I kind of built the job. Uh, together with the people around me and I do remember that was in um, 97 and we had somebody uh, for electronic cinema it was called in that days or uh, presentations or um, uh, another market was a uh, uh, home theater that we also so did at that time so it was uh, something brand new and that's where it all started and I have to say when uh, I was thinking about when my first Infocom was. I thought, well, 1999. And there wow. I got into touch with shootouts and with uh, other companies doing the same thing and then seeing what we were able to do and how we always ended up at, at the, the, you know, they started with smaller projectors and Barco always ended up in, in the higher range. And, um, then you see what we were possible of and, and you saw what we could do as, as bringing a show together. And um, that's how it also started for my career in Barco. And I always said, as long as I'm proud, proud of what Barco does, I will be more than happy to be the spokesperson. So that's, in a nutshell, what the 20 years is all about. Yeah, and, and really, you've transformed marketing uh, since. I know that you're very humble about this, but in reality, You've been a driving force in a lot of what Barco has done globally uh, over the last 20 years. I'm, I'm curious, when you first got into um, the industry um, in 1997, and you're looking around, or at 1999, you're at the show, um, it was, you know, it, it's, still a, it's you know, still mostly men in the industry, but back then it was even more. Was it, was, was it surprising to you? Like, or were you used to that in school, or were you just shocked at how much how many men were in the tech world versus women and and i know you've been active at, at getting women into the industry so i'm sure i'm 
curious as to what your immediate or if you can recall your impressions back then were. It's true that uh, women were always, uh, uh, how would I say, not the, the, the major group that were walking around Infocom, that's for sure, but in the whole of the AV industry. Um, and, and I really feel it remains a bit like that. Um, for example, the marketing positions are mostly women or are a lot of women uh, that are uh, filling those out. Um, but it was, it was, for example, the, the, until the day now, I never have seen, uh, for example, uh, a female customer support engineer or, or a female engineer who is doing shootouts. Um, I, I, I have to be honest about that. Also, in our uh, R&D team or with our product managers, um, yeah, most of them are male, um, which is fine. I honestly don't have a problem with that. But it's true that we um, we do look at getting uh, female persons on board, and, and not because of the fact that they're female, but because of the fact that a good balance between uh, the, the gender is is very important and can be very positive towards decision making and 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 presenting ourselves so um but it but it's true that i have always been how would i say i have a marketing background uh but i i was always very interested in the technical aspect and and i also say to all the product managers and the r d guys here in barco if you explain it to me and i can understand it then i know um we will be able to uh, translate it in, a, in an, in an easy-to-get message because, you know, uh, one out of five people in Barco is an engineer and um, they're, they're talking in a way that is, that, that is not always that comprehensive for people that are, that are customers uh, from us, for example, who are, who, for example for, who are not per se um, very technical uh, school. So I, I think that's very important and, and um, I'm, I'm convinced that technology is something very attractive, and um, if it's if it's presented in in such a way, I'm pretty sure that a lot of women would even be more interested in it. And that's also how what I do with our daughter, for example. Um, we look into electricity. We look into how a projector work works. It's it's we really try. I really try to. Um, Make it make it a a very uh, comprehensive item in 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 our lives. Yeah, in fact, um, the first time I saw uh, anyone celebrate an International Women's Day was Barco created a video a couple of years ago. I, I'm I'm yeah. sure you must have been instrumental in this, and it was it was really really cool. I I think obviously it's clear that Barco has some initiatives around that. Um, can you describe how that came about, or or maybe what those initiatives are? Yeah, sure. So, so thank you for for uh, for thinking of that because it was we we really wanted to do that because you, of course you have International Women's Day, you have um, you have several days that we want to celebrate. But um, for us, women in AV is instrumental because if you have a whole bunch of gentlemen, um, you will you will see that they will all go into a kind of a direction, and when you add women to that. You see that that the decision making, the, the balance is becoming a little bit of a little bit different, and that's what I like a lot. Um, how do we come to the, the celebrating the National Women's Day? Is because um, 
in in Barco again it is it is very common to have a lot of R&D guys who are male but we really um want to also approach uh ladies um uh, that are studying science and techniques and and to to really show them um how big Barco is in the meaning in in the sense that uh we don't only have entertainment but also for example healthcare and in healthcare, there are a lot more uh, uh, women working on on, on uh, R&D projects, uh, which has also, of course, to do with the uh, um, AV industry because everything we do is visualization or collaboration or networking. Um, and it even starts already from a very young age. So we have a project with the primary schools and secondary schools where um, girls they come to bark when they get a complete visit of the factory but they also are making some very nice electronic tools together with our engineers um, or writing software so we really incite uh, not only uh, little guys but also um, youngsters male or female to join us because that's really uh, there's a big big future in there so and we really want to show them that uh, techniques are really not only for uh, boys but also for girls and that um, we can do our thing and we certainly have our um, little uh, thing to uh, add to it. Yeah, that, that, I'll put a link to that video um, in the description of the podcast so if you haven't had a chance to look at that. It, it was very creative. Um, and uh, I have a question with regard to, so you've been in the industry for a while and you've seen a lot of changes in this industry and a lot of new technology. Um, do you remember, the, 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 is there one moment you can think of or one product you can think of that you thought, wow, this is going to be a, sort of a game-changing moment for the industry? Or is there something that you just remember that was just uh, amazing, you were just truly amazed at? Mm -hmm. um, way in the beginnings of Infocom, I remember that we went with an LED wall back into um, Infocom and uh, we showed it there. And then you saw the evolution of LED. Bigger, the smaller the pixel uh, pitches became, and 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 how it all looked at. And for me, looking at LED and the displays was sometimes really astonishing. Also, not only what we did, but but also what competition did, and that you think, oh my God, look at this. So so that's been um, something that is that was really. Uh, um, flabbergasting to me but what I also can say is um, the first time when I saw an RGB laser uh, projector um, and and we went to Kinipolis I do remember it very well and we saw a 3d uh, movie on it um, and I think it was called gravity with Sandra Bullock and I have to say that I thought okay up front I said are you really going to be able to see the difference because you know we have those golden eyes in our lab who see the 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 the, the most tiny detail or or shift or whatever or or uh, of axis. But at that time, I sat in the cinema theater and I thought, "Wow, this is really what you call mind blowing." And and those are two things that I really thought like, "Okay, this is really making a clear change." And that was the evolution in LED walls and and how it all is being used and, and and the resolution, the quality, the so that's one thing. And then the other thing is 
um, uh, the, the, the RGB flagship laser uh, unit. But I also have to say, Gary, I went on a cruise this year in February and there was an LED wall on the upper deck of the boat and I have to say that I also saw the the most ugly images on LED as well. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> <laughs> and and I really had to uh, go in and and look into um, the, the the backstage to see, but it was not a, a, a Barco uh, unit, fortunately. But and then I also thought, oh my God, how can people who are here paying quite a lot of money going on a cruise? Why would you be satisfied with this kind of quality? So there's also a lot of crap out there, if you let me be so frank and open. But but I've seen beautiful stuff. But then at the same time, in 2018, you also think, "Oh my God, is this still possible?" <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's it, for me. It's there is a very big range. But but if if you if you team up with the co correct uh, manufacturer, I'm I, you can do wonderful stuff. Yeah, and I want to give you some kudos too because uh, you're. Your um, click share marketing campaign over the last couple of years is probably one of the most creative campaigns in our industry's history. Um, there, we haven't had a lot of creative marketing over the years, um, but the, the the graphical style and the format and the and the way that's been delivered is very creative. Um, so I think uh, that obviously you had a big impact on that, and I think that shows through. Um, so I uh, would like to also say that. It's as well, and I think that you're right. It's on the cruise ship, I'm sure part of it was related to the display, but most of it's related to the content, right? I mean, we have a we have a gap in in our industry right now, and we're providing these high resolution displays with incredible um, delivery capability and wow factor. But the irony is that we don't have the content to put on them in many cases, so they they end up being installed and not utilized to their full potential. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that requires, uh, you know, that's going to require a little bit of a shift in our industry a little bit. Do you, do you agree with that? Education is everything. Eh? I mean, um, th there was even a time I do remember when we were in, uh, in home theater back in the early 90s and um, people were saying, oh, yeah, uh, you need a very uh, HD, an HD signal. But then there was no content to be shown. So they showed mm -hmm. just regular television signals. But then what happens is that yeah the the the, the mistakes or the faults on, on the defaults on, on your picture just become bigger, so you don't have a good image and and in fact it's it's very important to have good hardware, but the content is king and it remains king and you know you can do a, a, a fabulous projection mapping on the Hoover Dam, but then yet again the content is how, what it makes fabulous. Um, and and the same for for pop stars using our our hardware um we help creatives uh to make it happen and and that's what i like about barco if we think for example about u2 and their 360 degree tour mm -hmm. the let wall that was made at that point was especially for them they toured the world with it i think for two years long and each and every time when they started playing and the thing went open from six meter long to 22 meter long, you thought, oh my God, who who is thinking of this? And then the fact that we, a little Belgian company that, that can help create uh, something like that makes us very proud and, and makes us yeah, very happy to be able to partner with, uh, with, with guys like that. And that's not only you two, and that's 
in all the divisions that we try to uh, partner and we really want to co-create with and for our customer and that's super crucial for us and, and you did you mention earlier that you have a daughter uh, yes i have uh, two daughters and a son yeah and so uh, barca is a big uh, well-known company in Kortrijk, uh in belgium uh, you just built a brand new headquarters um, when they come in and see your new office do they want to work there now um, I have to say that uh, my children often come to uh, to the Barco building whenever I need, I forgot something or I have to do something during the weekends, and uh, it's 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 an inspiration. And um, I'm I'm going to give a, a very simple example. I uh, I had to do um, a guest course at a, um, a school here in Kortrijk, and I talked. Um, to them about UDX launch, Gary, that you know mm -hmm. very well yeah. because you were yeah. a big part of it. Um, and um, a few, uh, I think a few days ago, last week it was, somebody from HR came to me and said, Inge, did you give a, a, a guest class somewhere here in the neighborhood? I said, yes, I did a few weeks ago. And she said there was a student who, um, who listened to you and who said, it um, it seems to me like working for Baku is a is a dream job. So I would like to be a trainee. And then um, she also said, uh, looking at the the form factor of of the building, um, it's like Silicon Valley, but then in the, in Belgium. So doing the two or adding the two up, being able to work for an innovative company and having an environment like this that you still should visit. So here with the official invitation, Gary. Is, uh, is really very nice uh, for us uh, to work at and for a lot of people who are talented and uh, who would like to come and uh, try out their career in the AV industry. Well, you have um, definitely, uh, you're definitely a leader in the industry. You're, you, uh, like I said earlier, you're humble about what you've accomplished um, because I know you have a lot of great people around you, um, but you're definitely uh, an icon in the industry. Uh, you've helped Women, you've even uh, met, um, helped a couple of people that worked here at, at Rave uh, that were interested in getting uh, jobs over in Europe and, and exploring other other places in the world and things that they want to do. So I appreciate that. But also, um, thanks for everything you've done to the industry. And thanks for taking the time to do this today, because I think it's good for people to see, um, you know, what exists outside of where we are and where we work. Because, you know, a lot of times we get so busy we forget that there's so much going on in the industry and having your perspective and your history um, shared with the rest of the industry is, is valuable. So I appreciate your time today. But thank you as well, Gary, because it's thanks to you that we get um, the, the occasion to be able to uh, talk about it. So thank you very much uh, in my place. And thank you. And of course, thanks for listening. I'm going to put a link into Inga's uh, LinkedIn pro, uh, profile. So I encourage you to check, to connect with her on LinkedIn uh, in the description of this podcast, as I will also include the link to the, the uh, International Women's Day video that Barker did a couple of years ago. And uh, they also have a video on the building of their, of their, um, of their building. And I'll include it. It's a time lapse of the building of their building. I'll include that in the in the description as well. So uh, thanks, Inga. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And everyone, thanks for listening.